Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we will be exploring the significant concept of resilience and why it is needed in leadership now more than ever before. I am convinced, and maybe you are too, that resilience, when it comes to leading in the new reality, is not simply a good idea. It is absolutely required. I'm J.R. Briggs here in the Philadelphia area, and as you know, our world has been disrupted. Education, business, medicine, travel, sports and entertainment, higher ed, churches, tourism, social interactions with others, even the prison system has been disrupted significantly because of the virus. And our paradigms are shifting even as we speak. And when the paradigms shift, the reset button is pressed and we all go back to zero, especially the leader. Now, that sounds pessimistic, but I'm actually very, very hopeful in this time because now more than any other period in our lifetime, we need to commit ourselves to learning and exploring together as we seek to flatten the curve of the virus. We must be the kind of leaders that refuse to flatten the curve of our learning. Now, each week on this podcast, we'll be exploring this topic directly related to resilient leadership. I'll share thoughts, content, perspective, questions, and resources, and I already have several dozen topics lined up for us to discuss here. Now, some episodes will address overall topics of leadership, and other times it will focus on dynamics that apply specifically to church and to ministry. Um, Each episode won't be long, just about 8 to 12 minutes each with a few episodes each week released to equip you as a leader in these unprecedented and uncertain times. I don't want to waste your time. Instead, I want to get straight to the point on these podcast episodes because I know that leaders often lead busy and full lives. So I'm going to attempt to give you truth concentrate in these episodes. Let me tell you where we're going to go in this episode here. I'm going to give you a brief introduction of who I am. Then we're going to discuss the topic of the pivot. We're going to look at what resiliency is, what it's not, and then traits of resilient leaders. For those of you who don't know me, I have a background in leadership and in ministry. And several years ago, I started an organization called Kairos Partnerships, K-A-I-R-O-S, Kairos Partnerships, that cares for leaders, mostly faith leaders, in making sure they are equipped to be healthy and resilient. Kairos is one of two Greek words for time. And I can't think of a time in our lifetime that would be a bigger Kairos moment than right now. So I want to I want to partner with you, the listener here in this podcast, um, thus living up to the name of our organization, Kairos Partnerships. I'm also an author, a leadership coach, consultant, professor, and speaker. My faith significantly impacts how I understand and share about leadership. And I mostly invest in leaders, uh, though I invest in all kinds of leaders. Most of them are faith leaders, and, and their faith impacts how they understand leadership as well. But I am also passionate about learning and remaining a lifelong learner because learning is how we get better, uh, and it's how I get better too. So in no, no way am I an expert. I am a fellow journeyer and learner with you, simply passing along some things I've learned along the way. Now, we all know we've entered into this new era, and if you're a leader like me, you're trying to learn how to navigate uh, where it seems like we've gone off the map and we don't have a compass. So now what? In the podcast promo, I mentioned the Mike Tyson quote, who said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. That's why preparation is more important than planning, which is why the leaders of the future will not be primarily known for their efficiency, but instead will be known for their resiliency. We all have a resiliency muscle. 
Leaders have this too. And just like all muscles, we need to train and strengthen our resiliency muscle. And if we refuse to use it, that muscle atrophies. We're going to talk about why resiliency is so important in the days ahead. Mark my words, you are going to hear the word resilient discussed a lot in various sectors in the days ahead. Because so much is changing, resiliency is how we will not just survive, but how we will flourish in whatever sector, realm, or area you might lead in. Because resiliency is crucial, it is irreplaceable in this new reality that we find ourselves in. Now, Many people have read this already, but if you haven't read an article from the partners of Praxis Labs at praxislabs.org, the piece is called Leading Beyond the Blizzard, Why Every Organization is Now a Startup. I suggest that you Google that and you start there. Here is their four-part brief summary about what they speak of. I'm going to give this to you here. First of all, that we need to treat the realities of the coronavirus as an economic and cultural blizzard, winter, and the beginning of, quote-unquote, a little ice age, a -a once-in-a-lifetime change that is likely to affect our lives and organizations for years. The second is that the majority of businesses and nonprofits are already, quote, effectively out of business, end quote, and that the underlying assumptions that sustain their organization are no longer true. The third is that leaders must set aside confidence in their current playbook as quickly as possible to write a new one that honors their mission and the communities they serve and make the most of their organization's assets, their people, financial capital, and social capital, leaning on relationship and trust. And lastly, that the creative potential for hope and vision is unparalleled right now. But paradoxically, this is this creativity will not be fully available for us uh, if we also make unless we also make space for grief and lament. Now they talk about blizzard, winter, and ice age. What do those metaphors mean? Blizzard, you can't go out, zero visibility and hostile conditions. We need to shelter right now. Winter, you can't go out. Uh, you, you can go out, but not for long, where you wear protective clothing and check the forecast for storms you need in that phase to survive. But the mini ice age is that things don't grow the way they used to, but we're finding new ways to live and even to thrive. So we need to adapt and rebuild. If I can summarize what the leaders at Praxis Labs are talking about, it's this, and I agree with them wholeheartedly, is that we need resilience. Now we've heard the word pivot, right? Pivoting as a business or an organization or even as a church. I played basketball growing up and then of course you learn how to use your pivot foot. Where there's great movement with one foot, the other foot remains rooted on the floor. And if you move the pivot foot, it's a traveling violation, unless, of course, you're in the NBA, which hardly ever calls travels. But this is crucial because resiliency is the pivot. You want movement, but you also need to remain grounded and anchored into who you are, your church, your business, your organization, your team, its mission, its values, but how those are expressed, that's where the movement is. It is a both and situation, not an either or, and resilient leaders have to learn to live in the midst of that tension, something we will address in future episodes. So every church, every organization, every business must have a form without a formula and intention, but without an equation. Let me say this again. Every church in this season, every organization, every business must have a form without a formula and intention, but without an equation. And before we get too far into this, we need to ask a fundamental question. What is resiliency? What are we talking about when we talk about resilient leaders 
uh, in this discussion. Now, there are two definitions of resiliency. The first is the power or the ability to return to the original form, position, et cetera, after being bent, compressed, or stretched. Elasticity. Now, but the second definition is this, the ability to recover readily from illness, depression, adversity, or the like. In our episodes, we're going to be focusing on the second definition, the ability to recover readily from adversity. It's kind of like buoyancy. You've got a beach ball, you push it under the water. It's some way it's going to pop back up in uh, a different location, but it will always pop up. But I would like to add to the definition that it's not only the ability to recover readily, but also to flourish in the midst of adversity. Resiliency is a mindset, a mindset that includes exploration, curiosity, learning, growing, experimenting, failing, and trying again. It is a paradigm shift. It is moving away from the understanding that the leader is some brilliant, strong expert up front with all the answers. No, instead, resilient leaders are curious and courageous explorers who go with others and say, let's learn and experiment and process this together. I want to be clear, resiliency is not the same as being efficient. Something that we're going to talk about in a future episode as well. Resiliency versus efficiency. Now, some of the greatest traits that I see in resilient leaders include that they voluntarily push themselves to do hard things. This is what Robert and Elizabeth Bjork, professors at UCLA, call, quote, desirable difficulties. These are tasks that deliberately create a slight feeling of frustration as you learn, but you still push through and believe it's worth it. Resilient leaders are also not afraid to fail. In fact, they expect to fail and they expect to do valuable learning even in the midst of their failure. They are intensely curious. They ask great questions. Resilient leaders are flexible where they are, in a sense, building the plane mid-flight. They're okay with that ambiguity. They seek out opportunities for courageous experimentation. Resilient leaders are hopeful and realistic at the same time, living in that tension as well. They look into the future and they see potential risks, but they respond not out of fear, but out of wisdom and prudence. And resilient leaders are also solution orienters. They are not complainers. They are looking always to say, what can we do to be a part of the solution? Now, sometimes understanding what something is, we also need to discuss what it is not. So let's look at what resilient leaders, leadership is not. Even though the first definition implied bouncing back or rebounding to be or do the same thing we were before, uh, the way that we speak about resilient leadership on this podcast is a bit different. It is more that second definition, that when adversity happens, leaders don't bounce back to what they knew before or even who they were before. Instead, they respond back differently than they were uh, before and differently than how they responded in the past. It, it, resiliency is not just about being stubborn or full of grit, although that is part of it, but it's not the, entire, the entirety. It is not fearful overreaction. It is not predicting the future. It is not mimicking the culture around us and simply copying what the world is doing. Your personal and organizational mission is not to just be blown around by cultural opinion. That's not courageous resilience. That's being spinelessly fickle. The goal is not for you to try to control or manipulate people or organizations or situations. It is not about getting ahead of the competition and beating everyone else to the top. Resilient leadership is not competition. It is about generosity. It is about having our hands open to others, not with our fists uh, clenched tightly. 
Wow. Well, that was a lot in this first episode. It was chock full of information, but I hope that it has provided you and maybe even your team with valuable thinking about resiliency. We will most certainly unpack this more in future episodes, but today I just wanted to try to lay the foundation for us and we'll get more practical in future episodes. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you'll be able to join us later this week for another episode as we explore this crucial topic. This podcast is produced by Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. Visit onalimproductions.com for all of your video and podcast needs. If you find value and benefit from listening to this podcast, would you do two things for me? First of all, would you subscribe to this podcast? And number two, would you leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher? It would help me a great deal. And if you can partner with us, if we can partner together with you and your leadership to help you navigate the new reality, let's talk. Check out kairospartnerships.org. Leaders, be faithful, be available, be, be teachable and hungry. Keep leaning in and keep learning.